My name's Paul Murphy and over the last two decades, one thing has constantly intrigued me. How do we get a consistent flow of targeted traffic to generate incredible profits and at the same time set up processes and systems that remove all the stresses and headaches that come with online marketing? Together, we will discover the unknown strategies that exist right now on how to set up powerful marketing systems that allow us to turn our businesses around fast and give us the power to not live life on someone else's terms that we never signed up for in the first place, but have the lives we always dreamed of. Traffic's the question, and this podcast will give you the solutions. Now, on with today's episode. Hey, what's up, everyone? So I quite often get emails from people saying, like, what do I think... What do I need to focus on going forward? And what, you know, what, what do I see as what's going to be happening over the next 12 months? Now, obviously, I've been in business for 20 years, so I quite often kind of see things as they're happening or before they're happening or I get ideas. Now, I don't often like to make predictions, but I thought what would be really useful is if I go through the things that I think everybody needs to focus on over the next um over the next 12 months. So these are like, obviously we can check back in in 12 months to see if these predictions are, if I was right or wrong. Um, But some of these trends are already starting to happen anyway. So I think it's a good idea like for you to focus in on some of these things and start making the tweaks in your marketing accordingly. Because if you can do that, then I definitely think you'll be setting yourself up for success. So number one is, I think organic YouTube is going to become number one. I think most businesses now are kind of accepting the fact that YouTube is here to stay and it's a way that you're going to be able to reach people for years to come. You can put up one piece of content and it's going to happen. Now, I think a lot of people have been using Facebook. I mean, I can remember Facebook being a really good organic reach um, um, strategy, but then they kind of reduced the reach about a year or two. Actually, it's a bit longer than that, about two years ago. And, you know, I've seen sometimes like in my own group, I can only reach like five to 10% of my entire group, my group that people have signed up for to be to hang out with me that actually want to hear if I have something to say, I'm only reaching sometimes five, 10% of that group. So um, and there are strategies you can do on YouTube to increase engagement and stuff like that. But generally speaking, what we've found with um, the overall like um, consensus is with Facebook, Instagram, TikTok, um, Twitter, you know, all these different strat- all these different social media platforms is, is that within about 48 hours, everything's gone. Um, and because of that, that's, um, you know, you can reach a lot of people in a very short space of time, but it's kind of a grind, right? You've got to do that. Whereas YouTube, you can obviously put one piece of content up and it can carry on reaching people for years to come. I think people are starting to focus on this and realize this. And not only that, because all these other platforms um, are you know they're really limiting the reach that you can have after that sort of initial 48 hours I think this is going to be big so that's my first that's number one prediction number two um, I think e- email marketing is still going to be number one now email marketing is the number one way I actually generate um, a consistent predictable revenue and I didn't actually start my first email list till 2017 and I kind of look back and think well what on earth was I doing right it's kind of crazy but but email marketing is massive okay so a couple of things to consider here so if you're going to create an email list okay you don't want to just go and create like a hundred thousand email subscribers just by putting up loads of like crappy offers that kind of get them to subscribe but they don't really know who you are um 
the strategy here is is less is more right i have a very small email list but it's hyper engaged okay and and the reason i do that is because i i focused on a couple of things so what i think going forward is is that email marketing is going to get there's going to be more competition right so there's going to be more stuff appearing in people's inboxes so what you need to think about is when someone sees your name are they going to want to open your email pretty much regardless whatever you give them right so a couple of things to focus in that you want to be delivering value in people's email boxes not just trying to sell them all the time right so um gary v came out with a book a few years ago which was jab 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 right hook right and jab 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 is like you keep delivering content and then you can sell okay so that's the first thing is that are you delivering value first so people are opening the emails with your name in it, not expecting to be sold anything, but be expected to be given something, right? And that's the strategy I've always had with email marketing. So every time I get somebody as a subscriber on my list, I'm giving them value, right? So I'm saying, here, watch this video, watch this, watch this. And when people open those, and they open a few of those, not only does that send a signal to their autoresponders and and their, um, you know, the Gmail or whatever, that not to go into the spam folder, but to go into the inbox, which is crucial, um, people get used to that kind of opening the email. So when I do have something to offer, they will want to listen. So a couple of things there. Um, email marketing is still massive. It's going to be your number one asset, okay? In any business, your list, your leads are always the biggest thing. So this is going to stay the number one, right? But you want to be considering, obviously, if you haven't started building an email list, start building an email list and start thinking of ways you can deliver value first, okay? So what can you give? Okay, what can you give without asking for any money? Okay, and if you do that and and there's something that you can deliver and people get used to seeing your name and opening your emails, then um, then that person is now, you know, they're now one of your fans, right? Because you've been giving them value, they've opening your emails. And again, you only need a small email list for that. So so this is still gonna stay big, okay? But again, you wanna there's gonna be a lot more people coming online, which I'll get to in a minute. So you wanna consider you know, making sure you're delivering value so people are opening that, okay? So that's number two. Number three is uh, I see that more people are going to be doing service-first-based businesses. So I've seen a bit of a trend over the last few years of people kind of putting up these tripwire funnels or these things where, you know, we get somebody's email by offering them something here of not much value, but we get it. Um, And now we've got an email list, right? But the fact is, is that obviously by doing that, somebody then kind of thinks they've been tricked. They don't want to open your emails and they don't care, right? And a few years ago, those kind of strategies worked. You get someone on your email list and they would watch a webinar where, you know, you might have free lame secrets that don't really help them. You know, those sort of things. So what we're going to start seeing now is people really delivering more value because people are going to have to, right? Uh, Something that I kind of like decided a few years ago when I started my business I realized that I you know I wanted to stand out and actually it was quite easy all I had to do was go and serve go and deliver value and then suddenly you know I started earning money okay and when I I tried all the other strategies first and I was kind of getting ignored and then when I just started helping people serving okay and that that you know that is also a great way to do business because you you know you will make a lot of money don't get me wrong but you're also going to build that no like and trust and I think no like and trust is becoming the most important asset now because most people don't know who to trust and don't know where to go 
So I think a lot of people are going to be offering a lot more ways to offer service-based um, businesses first. Um, and that brings us to number four. Um, and businesses, I think, are going to switch more from Facebook ads to YouTube ads um, because um, I think that a lot more brands are getting more comfortable putting themselves on YouTube. Um, think people are starting to recognize YouTube, like they're hearing it from everywhere. And Facebook ads, um, been a lot of issues with Facebook ads over the last year. I've heard some people say that it's absolutely fine. People don't know what they're doing. I've heard other people say that they, you know, some of the biggest marketers saying that Facebook ads are not working for them anymore. So, um, but I think that a lot of people are kind of starting to diversify to YouTube now anyway. And I think YouTube ads are going to explode next year. Okay, there's still a lot of room. And I think in the next couple of years, I think it's going to be tough. But right now it's going to be great. So if, you, if you're kind of thinking about like your advertising strategy, my recommendation is um, what my strategy, actually, I'll give you my strategy. I'm going to be doing YouTube ads. I'm going to be doing organic. Organic's going to be my number one, right? So I'm going to be using YouTube organic and ranking on YouTube and Google with um, my uh, groundbreaking system. Um, and I'm going to be feeding that organic with some ads. Um, but my ads are not going to be coming generally from cold ads on Facebook. I'm not going to bother with those because I don't see much excitement with those. But I will have some warm and some retargeting ads on Facebook, which are super cheap. And then we'll have some um, um, YouTube ads feeding cold traffic. Um, and then um, my my the way I build my systems is, is that there will be this will be like one or two percent of my traffic and the rest will all be coming from organic. And I'll have it all working symbiotically. But, you know, that is, that is, I think, um, where I think a lot of people are going to be diverting. And people are kind of half, are now starting to kind of wake up to YouTube ads a lot more. I've seen it a little bit this shit last year, but I think it's going to be a big, big increase this year. Um, so that's number four. Number five, I think the traditional webinar is going to re- be replaced by things like workshops, challenges, and free courses. Now, we're already seeing this trend happen. So this isn't like just now, but I think if you want to go and sell coaching, your coaching or courses or things like that, um, if you're thinking like, I'm going to go and put up an ad on Facebook, right? I'm going to sell it on a webinar. I'm going to have a 997 course, um, which is going to be sold. Then I would think again, okay? Now you can sell a 997 or less course uh, or more, slightly more um, on a webinar, but um, generally speaking, I don't think it works from cold traffic anymore. So if you're putting up an ad to a webinar, you've got to be building out the long, long-term long strategy. So you've got to kind of expect that that webinar is not going to convert and it's not going to work now. But you may be um, then building more of a relationship longer term. So a lot of people are just kind of bypassing webinars altogether now. And I see that, that the best way to go and build people to sign up for your courses and your coaching and your consultancy is workshops, challenges, and actually a free course. People still love courses, um, but there's a way to deliver free courses, okay? So I wouldn't just give somebody a free course, like if you just see them in a Facebook group or something like that. Um, generally speaking, I would give someone a free course and and give them a reason to open it. So you can give them some email training that kind of brings them back to the course, or you can um, give them the course for a reason as a bonus or something for them to open. Okay, but again, these are all value first models, right? So, you know, if you're going to create a workshop, a challenge or a free course or something like that, that's again, value based first, that builds no like and trust, 
then you're going to be able to deliver your content. And people are going to be, be wanting to build more know, like, and trust. So there's going to be, um, going forward, people are not going to be buying as fast. They're going to be kind of digesting and building relationships. Um, that's, you know, that's what I see. So if you want to, you know, if you want to kind of go and sell online courses, consider those models. So number six, I think podcasting is going to explode more for business. Obviously, that's been a rising trend in the last few years. We've just got started with our podcast, but... Um, I think podcasting is going to get even bigger and it's just going to carry on growing the next year and the year after. I think it's going to pretty much explode um, for commerce. So if you haven't started a podcast, I'd recommend doing it. Um, and um, my little tip here is, is that I put it off for years. But what you can do is, is that nine times out of 10, when you start a podcast, obviously, you, no one's going to hear you. Right. So you just go and start talking to yourself you know you get you you develop the skill as you go I had a number of reasons that I hadn't figured out when I started and it's funny how momentum starts to kind of figure these things out because in the last week I've started to figure a lot of this out I've already got way more direction with my podcast than I did when I you know for three years before that right and I anticipate that in the next two months I'll have even more direction right I'm kind of still figuring it out but compared to like what was holding me back um and what i would recommend i'll put a link um to buzzsprout is that you can start for free you can kind of get everything set up inside of buzzsprout super easy you can have an intro you can have an outro um all set up um and you can you know you can kind of get your uh, thumbnail done in canva and you can kind of just have a play and you can kind of sort of like see it um sort of working before you pay a penny right so um but podcasting i think the next two years is going to be massive so yeah, so I would recommend getting on that now rather than later. Okay, now coaching, online coaching and consultancies are, so before, you know, you used to go and attend a webinar and someone would sell you a 997 course and that's what I have. I have a, um, well, my course is actually a $2,000 course, but we've been selling it during the pandemic for 997. And um, the funny thing is, is that when you used to sell a course for 997 or above or $2,000, you used to um, get this. Um, you used to get this kind of um, people because that was a high ticket, so people would would take action, right? And now what we're seeing is that's the norm. People are quite happy to go and enrol in this course here, this course here, this course here. Um, I don't know where all the money's coming from, but you know, quite often people are broke. But the fact is, is that people will invest in an online course and for nine nine seven, and the um, and because it's delivered in an online course format. Um, and a lot of people don't offer any coaching or anything like that. The success rate is often low. I actually offer free coaching on mine just because I want people to get results. But this is generally the, the case. If it's 997 or less, people actually will spend that and forget about it now, whereas they wouldn't have done it about two or three years ago. So because of that, people are now obviously, and also because, um, people are not able to run ads to something and get a 997 course. People are much, they tend to take a lot longer now to enroll in these things, okay? So so because of that, coaching is, I've seen this trend happening already and it started in 2021 pretty much. Um, and this year, I think it's gonna get even more so um, is that um, you know people are switching now to this um, where instead of you, if you attend a webinar or a challenge or, or a VSL or something like that, Instead of offering them, you know, a kind of like, here's what we're going to be covering and here's the stack of value you're going to get and here's the price. Now it's like, here is a 
uh, calendar link. You book a calendar link, and then obviously the rest is done on the phone, and they're selling now services for five or six thousand. Same courses. It's just that um, what they're doing is is they've put the price up to a, a point where people now are going to take action because that's that's too much to pay. Okay, so they're more invested. They can actually serve fewer people, right? Because obviously they're um, the price is more, so that they can actually they can enrol fewer people, so they can give them more time and energy. So um, it's sort of, it's sort of win win, and the profits go up as well because the price is so much more. So it's sort of win win for every, on every aspect. And they're seeing more and more people switch to this. So if you're kind of putting together an online course, you might want to consider doing this higher ticket model um, because it seems to work a lot better in some in, in a lot of scenarios for a lot of good reasons, right? And you probably think, yeah, but you know, I don't want to have to go and pay five thousand or one thousand. But you're going to get that more attention. You're going to get that that thing if you're purchasing the course. But if you're a coach or consultant, this model seems to be working really well right now, and I only see it developing this year. So something to consider there. Okay, and I think masterminds, this is number eight. Masterminds are going to um, be, they're already appearing everywhere, right? But even more so. So this year, I think we're going to see the kind of explosion of masterminds everywhere. So um, if you're wondering what a mastermind is, right? Okay, so Russell Brunson talks about value ladder. Now, um, obviously, I my value ladder looks something like this, right? I have ATS Academy, which is 997 or a 1997 course. Okay, and then I might have my higher ticket coaching, which is going to be five, six thousand dollars that I serve. You know, I give people like an online, an actual coach that could be me or one of my team that actually will map out stuff for them. And they'll kind of, you know, give them that, you know, those uh, challenges to get that, you know, get that bit done or get that bit done. Make sure you go through that, map things out so they get that and they get the weekly coaching and they get, um, you know, calls every week so they can hop and ask questions. So that's that's the five, six thousand model which I actually give most of that in my lower ticket model at the moment, but we are going to be changing that, right? So that's your that's your next model. Then you might have a done-for-you service, right? So you might say, instead of us coaching you on this, we'll do it for you for $20,000 or $25,000 or whatever it is, right? And then usually the mastermind is the top where you have a very small group of people, usually no more than 100, but usually even less than that, sometimes 30 people or 50 people that work directly with you, Okay, and you have a few events every year, and these are all people, high achievers. So these are the ones that are getting results, usually with your systems, um, and they all connect with each other, and they're all successful in their own right, and they all share ideas. So that's kind of how you know big masterminds work, and that's kind of the top of most people's value ladder. Um, and Russell Brunson talks about this a lot of marketers talk about this. Like people always want to be served more, right? So you should have that in your in your strategy. So um, again, I'll be putting together a mastermind um, as well because I know that I, I can get together some really incredible marketers that can help each other, serve each other, and also you know you get you you then have a community of people that you can just call upon, right? Um, that are on the same level, which is you know, and masterminds are really really powerful if they're done right. So so you know these are I think I'm going to we're going to see a big explosion of those. So it's something you might want to consider putting into your value ladder. Um, and, and competition is going to be fierce, okay? So during the pandemic, it took me about two or three years to really start making any money online. I, I spent a long time kind of learning stuff and getting going. And, you know, during the pandemic, a lot of people were laid off. So if we go to March 2020, which is really when it hit, when, all you know, we got locked down all over the world and everything started going crazy, 
Um, this is when a lot of people were laid off and a lot of people, a lot of businesses changed from going into an office to working from home. And, you know, some people had a go at business, some people got jobs, but a lot of people now are focusing on online business, but it takes a while for a lot of people to get, you know, to really learn the skills they need to really make this work. It's not an overnight thing, right? So I think that these, these people that got laid off in March last year, I think these people are now getting the skills and they're going to be coming into their fruition in the next 12 months because we're just hitting two years. Some of them in the next 12 months and then, you know, I think there'll be a massive, massive increase this year and even more so perhaps in 2023. So competition's going to get really fierce, okay, because a lot more people have been thinking about it and considering it because I'll tell you why as well. It's not just that people were laid off. People now realise that anything can happen at any given time and they need to be in control of their own lives and businesses are scared right a lot of businesses lost a lot of money during the pandemic so people are realizing that you know they can wake up one day and their whole life can turn around and having control of that is becoming way way more important so i think this competition is going to be you know a lot of these people didn't make money overnight online right but they're learning this stuff they're they're focusing way more on it. There's much more attention. This was a making money online niche was a much smaller niche before March 2020. It's now a much bigger niche and it's only going to get bigger. So that's what I think. And I think the other one thing as well, number 10 is I think the return on investment is going to be much more of a long term strategy, right? Because it used to be like you'd put up an ad, you put, you know, let's see if we can get a two to one ad on our. Facebook ad, right? So put in a dollar, get $2 out like a cash machine. You've seen all these ads. Now, I've seen way less of these ads now. And it's because generally speaking, you know, based on a lot of what I've gone through in this training is that um, people are having to build a relationship. So it takes a bit of time. Okay. You know, you're going to need to kind of, sometimes you're going to get a sale straight away. Like people just go for it. But generally speaking, people are going to want to get to know you because there's going to be so much competition. They don't know where to look. They don't know what to do. So they're going to be building that relationship with you, which is why you need to have these organic strategies where people can have somewhere to go and connect with you, like on a podcast or your YouTube channels or things like that, right? Where you've got evergreen content. And I think this is why the return on investment is going to be more of a long-term strategy. So when you're putting your money in your ads, you want to be looking at your spreadsheet six months, three months, not put an ad in today, expect a dollar out tomorrow. Put a, dad, put a dollar in today and see what where you're at in three months, right? So that is going to be the strategy that you know, people are going to do. And then when you kind of combine that with powerful organic strategies, with ad strategies, then you will be getting your five to 10 to one, but it's not going to be a cash machine, right? It's not going to be put it in today, get it out tomorrow. And I see, you know, and the reason I kind of predict that and I see that that is a big thing is because you, you see less of those ads now. You see less of these people saying, if you put a dollar in and get $2 out. And the ones you do see seem to be people that kind of have just learned it from someone else from marketing a year ago or something like that. And they're brand new and they haven't quite got it yet. And um, funny, when you've been in marketing quite a few years, you see this, you can actually see they, they become really obvious. It's quite funny. But there you go. Hopefully there's some good stuff for you guys to focus on. Again, we can check in in a year's time, see if I was right on any of this. But um, but regardless of that, I think there's some good things for you to kind of start focusing on, start putting your energy in, start making a few tweaks here and there um, and start kind of setting yourself up and future proofing your businesses. So, yeah, that's it for this episode. I shall see you in the next episode.
If you are tired of paying for ads that do not deliver and you need to reach a super targeted audience, driving them direct to your products and services with free targeted evergreen traffic on Google and YouTube, then our gold membership is designed specifically to help you get results fast by claiming your first free Google ads. Now, the great thing is, is that your first two weeks are completely free. To get started, head over to iservefirst.com. That's iservefirst.com. Links in the show notes. And you'll be able to start driving 100% free targeted traffic to your business today.